0: welcome to the kiwi wedding podcast my name is lydia and i am your host and auckland-based wedding photographer today we have another vendor episode i'm chatting to jade from willow and sage botanics and auckland-based floristry business and we chat through her story how she got started the process of choosing a florist for your wedding sustainability in the flower industry pricing trends and so much more You can follow Jade at Willow and Sage Botanics on Instagram. She puts out a lot of great content, really helpful reels, explainers and details there. So definitely go and check that out. You can go see some photos of Jade's work and give us a follow at the Kiwi Wedding Podcast on Instagram also. I can't believe it's December already. If you're listening to this in current time, we have been doing weekly releases for 19 episodes now is crazy. I have a few more to put out before Christmas and then there will be a break on the weeks of Christmas and New Year's and then back on the 9th of Jan with lots more exciting episodes to come. I have so much to share with you guys and I can't wait to continue in 2024. I know for a fact that Christmas and the summer holidays is the most popular time of the year to get engaged, so welcome and congratulations if you've just got engaged, so excited! Or if you have any recently engaged friends or you maybe suspect there's going to be a ring on your finger soon, I'd love you to keep listening, share this podcast with a friend, it means a lot to see the number of listens going up every week and I'm so grateful for all of you. You can leave a review on Apple or Spotify, five stars only, please. Thank you. As I said, I have so much more to share with you, really open conversations, being transparent about the industry, pricing, real stories from Kiwi couples, and I just want to thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Enjoy episode 19 with Jade. Hi, Jade. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) So excited to chat and lovely to have another wedding vendor on. Um, you're a florist and yeah, to start off with, if you could just tell us a bit about you and your business, how you got started and yeah, the journey that's led you to where you are
1: today. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started, I kind of stumbled into floristry. I didn't do any courses or anything um, over the first COVID lockdown, which was, in 2020 I think of March (laughs) Um, I was trying to kind of fill my days with things to do and I was making um, like dried flower wreaths and kind of playing around with that Um, and then it quickly escalated into me kind of teaching workshops and like wreath making Um, and then I started getting wedding inquiries I think a lot of people had kind of pushed their weddings back because of COVID Um, and I, I was just doing dried flowers at the time And so I just got heaps of inquiries for that. um, And I was doing little weddings so I could send off the flowers. Um, People were doing elopements and things like that. And I just completely fell in love with it. I loved it Um, and kind of grew from there, um, still teaching workshops. And then I started diving into fresh flowers about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Um, And that's where I really found my passion <laughs> I really love it um, and I just love being able to create spaces that you know um, bring people's personalities to life and kind of bringing people's visions to life in their spaces um, whether that be in a wedding or, or an event um, it just it fills me with so much joy and I love working with botanicals um, yeah yeah that's how it all kind of began love that so many um, great
0: ideas and businesses came out of those Lockdowns, I think, so I love yeah. the story, just you yeah. know space to kind of like dream and think a little bit, didn't we?,
1: Absolutely.
0: yeah, in terms of weddings, what does the process look like from when somebody inquires with you and um right through to their wedding day and beyond that? yeah, can you walk us through that kind of journey a little bit?
1: yeah, sure, so um, our process has been kind of plastered on like all of our social media and our website it's I've really tailored it to be really simple and as easy as possible for people because I know how stressful planning a wedding can be. There's so many other vendors to get in touch with and so much to do that you just don't want to be spending ages trying to find the right florist. So um, you basically start off by getting in touch with me um, and you do that through our inquiry form on the website. And that just kind of covers all the stuff we need to know, your names, your venue, your date, and then a little list of like what you'd want to have Um, at your wedding what kind of flowers ceremony reception all that kind of stuff Um, you send that through and then I usually reply within 24 hours um, to book a consultation call where we kind of just have a chat and get to know each other a little bit more face to face um, and just kind of talk about your vibe Um, I think the question that I ask people the most that really helps me get a really good idea of what they're wanting is what kind of feel they want to create in the space. Because for me, it's all about kind of reflecting a couple's personality and their style through the florals and kind of bringing their space to life. Um, so that's like the main question that I ask and then kind of asking them what they have in mind, what their vision is, um, what they want in terms of colors, if they have any flowers in mind. Um, and once we've had a really good chat and we're kind of all on the same page, I'll send through a really detailed um, quote and proposal that outlines all the pricing, a couple of ideas in terms of designs and color palettes and all that. And then we can make a couple of tweaks, a couple of changes, um, and then you just lock in your date by signing the contract and paying a 20% deposit. And then you're all good to go. Um, and then after that, we basically, you can send me emails and things like that. And then people usually do kind of come up with other ideas and things along the way, as you do with inspo on Instagram and Pinterest. Um, otherwise we have a final run through about six weeks before the wedding, where we just kind of discuss all the little design details, everything that, you know, how it's going to go down on the day, the delivery, the setup and then the big day happens and we set everything up and we deliver you basically don't see us because we're just behind the scenes and you don't have to worry about it um so yeah we're kind of like the secret vendor we're in the background and then these magical flowers pop up and yeah
0: (laughs) it's so cool for people to hear the process because um yeah a lot of times they haven't had to hire a florist for an event especially on that scale so they just have no idea how it works and yeah I love your um all your Instagram and your reels and stuff and explaining the whole process and yeah bringing a bit more transparency around it so important um you've also got a bit of a focus around sustainability which I know the flower industry can be not the most sustainable um Maybe people don't realize that, but yeah, can you talk a bit about that and how you practice this in your business, why it's important
1: mm, yeah, you're right. It is really it's not something that's easy to do. I think there's been a lot of awareness, especially in the flower industry, of how much of a wasteful industry it is. Um, obviously, you can just imagine like you you create all of these amazing designs in these spaces, and then what do you do with the flowers afterwards? a lot of the time they end up do going into the recycling or the rubbish which is a shame but that's kind of just what happens with this job um and I think when we first started that was a really big um, thing for me that I wanted to focus on as much as I could um while kind of being conscious of what I could do because it is um quite a big ask but um we I have completely cut, cut out floral foam or oasis which is kind of like this um yeah, really bad artificial, almost like polystyrene foam that we use to kind of stick flowers into and it um, holds a lot of water, but it takes like a thousand years to recycle and biodegrade. So it's just terrible. And like ingesting it, like when you're using it, it's just really gross. So um, we don't use that. We use um, moss, which um, is great because it holds just the same amount of water um, and it's natural. We can reuse it. And it can be used in so many other different ways, um, recycling a lot of our packaged materials and all of our kind of mechanics. Um, Most of our stuff is plastic free, um, yeah, bar a couple of bits and pieces. Um, and then when it comes to the flowers, obviously once the wedding is finished, all the flowers belong to you, you know, like the couples can take the flowers home and they do whatever they want with them. Um, Mm -hmm. but otherwise we do just compost as much as we can and, um, reuse, Dry flowers where we can as well, and use those in workshops or or future weddings. So that's kind of how we work. Um, I'm sure there's so much more that we could do, and I I don't want to say that we are fully like ethical and sustainable because it's just such a big. um Yeah, it, it's kind of hard to say that nowadays that you're fully eco. <laughs> yeah, it's just making
0: the effort, isn't it? Like, I think it's super hard for any. Um, business to be yeah hundred percent sustainable ethical all of that but yeah just doing those little changes and I think that will be inspiring for other people in the industry to hear that yeah there's alternatives to using that floral foam and just kind of rethinking all those processes so I love that you're intentional about that and um, yeah that couples can consider it as well in choosing their vendors that Yeah, are you picking the people that are actually making the effort for the environment in our world? That's so important. Can we talk a bit about pricing? I know it's really hard to give specific figures and, um, yeah, especially with florals, it's so, like, just bespoke and depends on what kind of thing you're getting. But, yeah, can we – is there, like, a ballpark that we can talk about what kind of budget couples should – allocate for their florals or yeah maybe give a bit of an example of what the typical couple spends
1: yeah um so it is like you say it is really bespoke and it really does just depend on the scope of the event what the couple's wanting um I guess to kind of give a real rough idea, like when you're looking at personal flowers, so bouquets and things like that, it's a couple of hundred dollars for a bouquet, a ceremony installation will start from about $1,000 and can go all the way up to, you know, five, ten, depending on how large you want the installation to be, um, table arrangements, you know, can go from 30 to 350. Um, It it really does depend. I think um, certain florists will have minimum spends for us um, that we have a minimum spend of 3,000 and that generally covers um, the baseline. Um, And there's also another thing that we add on top, which is our labour, because it is quite a labour intensive um, job. Um, There is a lot of kind of back-end work um, market prep, set up, pack down, all of that um, on top of the flower pricing. Um, but 3000 usually kind of covers the really basic things like your bridal bouquets, buttonholes, some kind of ceremony installation, um, and maybe some really simple table arrangements. Um, and usually our couples will go for um, more than that. Um, they want to create a bigger impact. Personally, I would recommend focusing on the larger scale pieces to really kind of make the most of your budget, um, whatever that might be. So focusing on the ceremony feature, um, your personal flowers, obviously, because they're going to be photographed the most, as I'm sure you would know, um, and the um, reception arrangements. So whether you want to do like a really big focal bridal table centerpiece or something for your guests. Um, And something that I see people kind of they are integrating it more but some people do um leave it out and obviously it's a choice but I love um signage or welcome florals. I think it really sets the scene for the space and for the day. Um and yeah it just kind of brings everything together. So but then again like I said everything really does depend on the scope of the event and what you're wanting to create. Um, And most of the time people do Decide to go with a florist because, you know, they really want to focus on the florals and they love them and they want that to be a real big focal point of their day. Um, and some people just choose to leave it out or just go really minimal. And I, it just depends on, on what they value on their day, which is totally, um, yeah, totally bespoke to the couple. That's
0: um, yeah, a good overview for people and um, just to know kind of like how much investment they're going to need. And yeah, I think it's a really important part of the day, like obviously you want to invest in your photographer but you want to have beautiful things in those (laughs) photos and um yeah I think it's a really important vendor for sure do you um find that you have to like coach people a bit around um what flowers are in season or yeah do they ever come to you with their heart set on a certain flower and you're like well we can't really get that at this time of year
1: yeah I think um I've actually been quite lucky um With people being quite open, I think a lot of the time people don't know much about flowers. Um, I maybe have had like the odd bride in there who's been really hard, like had their heart set on one or two flowers, but they've been in season, so that's okay. Um, I think I always try and kind of recommend not to focus too much on the flowers themselves. Obviously, when people will be inquiring, it'll be sometimes, you know, minimum six months, sometimes even two years in advance. So... um, Being able to kind of say, okay, this will 100% be available is really difficult. So I say kind of think about colors, think about textures. um, That kind of helps us in terms of design and the kind of vibe that you want to go with. And then it's when we do the final run through that we can kind of really nail down what we can use, what's in season, because we do work with what's in season as much as possible, local growers as much as we can. So, um, yeah, it just depends on what they've got what the year's been like because the weather's just so up and down so um yeah we've been pretty lucky not too many fussy or really um heartset brides or grooms yeah it's great advice to just focus on
0: um yeah the colors and textures rather than specific flowers because there's so many beautiful options out there and you guys are so talented with putting together the right combinations (laughs) is there any um in terms of this season any like trends that you're noticing coming through or yeah common things at the moment
1: yeah I think I think every florist will say this and possibly every vendor but colour I think color is really coming through, um, people going really bold, um, with like big pops of orange or, um, yellow, hot pink. I've been getting quite a few inquiries with just quite, um, a neutral, um, color palette, but then a really nice pop of hot pink, which I think is really cool. Um, and then just in terms of like designs, I think, um, bigger statement pieces are really coming in, like, Maybe not so much having lots of little flowers everywhere or um, kind of reducing the amount of flowers that they have, but having one really big focal like wow piece, whether that be an incredible ceremony installation or some, you know, stunning ceiling installation for the reception or a really big archway entrance. Um, yeah, it really depends, but I think I've been seeing the really bold um, kind of, features and then the kind of bright colors coming back um yeah I think that's what we'll be seeing and that's what we have been seeing
0: yeah I love that I've definitely noticed that as well the color thing and yeah I love that people are getting a bit more brave and bold doing something different and yeah it must be fun for you to create in that um color palette and yeah do things that are a bit um less traditional and yeah different is there anything on your like floral wish list or any like dream installation or, um, yeah, florals that you would love to execute or see more people doing?
1: Oh, um, I've been quite obsessed with aisle, um, like aisle flowers at the moment, like creating almost this pathway, um, kind of like a meadow pathway of flowers leading up to like a really big, um, lush ceremony installation I've yeah I think that's kind of been on a lot of my Pinterest boards at the moment I love how that looks um and almost how it kind of blends into um like the grass or whatever the venue is kind of making it look like it's just been there and it's just growing I love things that look really wild and and whimsical yeah and kind of the same thing on on the tables I'd love to create some really long kind of um almost yeah growing table um garlands yeah with lots of candles and 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 fruit and yeah just making it look really really natural like it's just been there forever
0: (laughs) yeah beautiful i love that i've definitely seen a few of those like inspo images on pinterest and yeah so cool yeah as vendors we're always like running around in the background and making everything happen smoothly and sometimes the um couple might not know what's gone into all the behind the scenes hecticness but yeah do you have any like funny situations that have happened as a florist or any like behind the scenes horror stories you can share with us
1: um I was I was thinking about this actually before I don't think I've ever had anything like really terrible happen um I think while seating up I've had a couple of times um with ceiling installations they kind of because the weight might be leaning on they might flip so you end up having to redo the whole thing or but it's never happened whether it's kind of yeah flipped or fallen or whatever during the actual ceremony or the event um yeah I think just kind of rushing to get things out the door on time um is always kind of yeah, (laughs) something I struggled to do. I think you you can allocate a certain amount of time, but then happen. And um, so I'm getting better at that. Um, But yeah, no, I think we've been pretty lucky in terms of nothing major happening during the actual event. Um, There is a lot of prep that goes on and getting to market and maybe having flowers not show up on the day that we need them to be there (laughs) with careers and things like that. But um, yeah aside from that nothing nothing
0: terrible nothing major that's good to hear (laughs) so when people are looking for a wedding florist is there um yeah any like red and green flags to look out for or yeah what would you suggest to um for them to keep in mind when they're trying to choose their wedding florist
1: yeah um I don't know if there's any red flags. I think it really just depends on what the couple is looking for. Um, I think if you have like a set vision or you kind of have just a general idea of what it is that you want, um, you kind of have an idea of your colors, you know what your personal style is, you know what you like, Um, and then finding a florist that has the same kind of vibe. I think it's... um, sometimes couple will approach any random florist and be like, this is what I want to do can you just do this And every florist has a really different style um, you know no two florists will create the exact same design. everyone's really different in what they create and I think instead of trying to find any random florist to execute your wish list, finding someone that whose vibe you align with and aligns with yours, um, I think that's like, Green flag, like that's what you should look for. Um, if if there's a florist whose work that you really love and you can kind of see that in your space and you think that that's kind of your vibe, I recommend going with someone like that rather than going for you know anyone random and just kind of asking them to execute um what the, what it is that you want. I think you'll be more disappointed if um you know if you go with a florist who has a very bohemian style and you want them to do something really classic and timeless or very modern I'm sure they'd be able to do it but it might not be to the kind of um yeah might not be exactly what you're looking for so I think finding someone whose style aligns with yours is definitely what I would recommend when looking for your florist yeah I can't think of anyone of of, of anything else to recommend really I, I wouldn't throw any florists under the bus or anything I think just Yeah, looking back at their previous work and making sure that you like what you see and um chatting with them and you know getting a sense for them as a person I think is good um yeah
0: that's great advice definitely um yeah finding someone that you trust you kind of click with and then Mm -hmm. the um, style aligning that's so important and uh, yeah it can um go across a lot of vendors like I know with photography if you ever get someone that comes to you and they're like oh we want to book you but I don't know say you're really like fresh bright kind of style and then they're like well oh, we want really like dark and moody and send you go yeah. from this other photographer and it's like why don't you book them then yeah, like, exactly. just find someone who's like work that you love and you know that they're gonna you know produce that every time and you can trust yeah. them to do that that's such great mm-hmm. advice so is there any other advice around florals or just wedding planning in general that you can um give to couples that are planning their wedding at the moment
1: yeah I think um when it comes to like I get a lot of questions um around how far in advance you should ask or you should get in touch with a florist and start booking um and I would recommend um as soon as you can like I kind of generally say we need to be able to kind of book you we need a date and we need a venue because if we don't know where your wedding is then we can't guarantee that we'll be able to do it um so as soon as you have your venue and your date locked in I think that's the best time to kind of start looking for a florist even before then if you if you want and then once you've got those you know locked in you can kind of reach out um trying to kind of collate a vision board um, of, of what it is that you like. Obviously, I always say that I'm more than happy to help, um, and I'm sure so many other florists are there. We love being given creative freedom, um, and so if you're not 100% sure on what it is that you want, um, I think discussing it with your florist and saying, Right, we don't know anything about flowers, um, you've come to the right person because we love flowers, and that's what. You know, it's our job, so I'm more than happy to kind of give you guidance on color palettes or um, help you kind of find what it is that you like, what matches you as as a couple um, and being able to create that, as as well as what kind of works best with that venue. Um, We may have done work in that venue previously as well. So um, sometimes speaking with the venue to see what florists have worked there before, because sometimes they'll know how to um, really bring the space to life the best and um
0: you're based in Auckland aren't you and do you do just like local weddings or do you travel at all yeah
1: no so we do we just do Auckland um weddings so the whole um Auckland region um yeah I do have a couple of weddings this season booked for Wellington which is exciting just because I used to be based in Maunganui so I took a couple of bookings from there um but no we'll we'll be booked bookings only for Auckland from now on um yeah in future I'm from France originally I would love to be able to travel to France and do weddings there but that's yeah that takes a lot of um logistics so oh that would be beautiful though such um dreamy
0: venues and yeah European weddings beautiful yay so good to chat and can you just tell us um Where everyone can find you online and get in touch with you if they're interested to um, book you or, yeah, chat about their flowers for their wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. So my business is Willow and Sage Botanics. um, So you can just find us at Willow and Sage Botanics on Instagram, um, on Facebook. We don't really do Facebook with um, the wedding side of things, but on Pinterest, same thing, Willow and Sage Botanics. And um, our website is willowandsagebotanics.co.nz. But all the links are on our instagram i think that's kind of like the best place to to look for us um yeah yeah and the other side of our business is um workshops um where i kind of teach people how to um create wreaths and um do kind of floral floral work um and that's willow and sage atelier so yeah on instagram as well
0: yeah with that side of the um business do you do like hens parties or yeah anything else um that people could book for their yeah wedding
1: yeah yeah I've done um baby showers and hens do's um I also do just kind of seasonal workshops um but we do get quite a few private bookings um even for like staff parties I've got one coming up next weekend um and they can you know you can kind of just choose to do whatever it is that you want wreath making is the most popular one um but I'd love to introduce more of the kind of fresh flower arranging um and possibly maybe some larger scale installations in future. But, yeah, they are a really cool way to um to kind of do things for your hens do and baby showers. Um, they were really cute every time I've done them. So you can do flower crowns. I think a mum made a flower crown for her future baby, which was so cute. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so cool. Um, Such a fun idea to do, yeah, especially with, like, group of your girls I want to do one now have to make yeah, one <laughs> yeah for sure. so yes amazing well thanks so much for coming on the podcast today so great to chat to you and I can't wait for everyone to hear this yeah
1: thank you for having me